BC's housing minister, Ravi Kalon, says the provincial government is ready to go it alone on a $1 billion strategy to buy and renovate those SROs, the single-room occupancy hotels, on the downtown east side and around Vancouver. That is, if the federal government does not commit to providing a significant investment toward the plan. Now, we heard that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau did talk about housing and the housing crisis coming out of his retreat, his cabinet retreat in PEI today. Didn't have any details, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in the days ahead. But on this $1 billion, you know, pick it up, pick up the responsibility type idea, well, Mike Howell is a reporter with Glacier Media Central team. He's written about this. You can read it in various different articles or publications, including Vancouver is Awesome. Mike joins us now. Good afternoon, Mike. How are you, Bruce? I'm doing pretty well. More importantly, how are you? Great, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, this is interesting. Is this kind of like a temper tantrum, passive-aggressive? Why is the province going to be getting so involved to the point where they say, hey, we'll do it alone. We'll kick in a billion dollars. What have you found out in your reporting? Well, actually, uh, you know, some of your uh, listeners may know, um, you know, I've, I've written about the downtown east side for over 20 years. And in that reporting, I've also indicated that the B.C. government owns the majority of the SROs in the East Hastings corridor the city owns some as well but there's a lot owned by uh, private owners so there's been efforts over the years by the provincial government to buy up more of these sros and renovate them convert them into social self-contained social housing Uh, but in this case uh, what um, uh, mr kalon is talking about is, is in reference to what the city of vancouver staff have been pushing for several years now talking about a $1 billion strategy that would obviously take place over several decades, but um, to purchase up to 105 SROs, uh, to renovate them, to improve their rooms, to work with some of the private owners and the Chinese benevolent associations and societies that own some of these buildings. So whether it's a tempered tantrum or not, I think it's just frustration and um you know, with uh, Mr. Kalon as housing minister, and I happened to speak to Sean Fraser, the federal minister responsible for housing, last week. I mean, these guys are in the hot seat uh, with housing when we hear stories about the average rent in July going for 3000 bucks uh, a month for a one-bedroom. Or 2000 bucks a month for a 200-square-foot room, just a room, the, in that yeah, same area. Hotel. Yeah, at the Lotus Hotel. Yeah, I wrote about that a, a couple of weeks ago, too. Um, so, yeah, no, it was an interesting conversation I had with Mr. Kalon. But uh, as he pointed out, uh, he had uh, met with Deputy Prime Minister Christian Freeland earlier this year. And, um, you know, she's signaling that there's going to be a big, quote-unquote, big update in the in the fall on housing. Whether that includes, um, you know, money for an SRO strategy that's not clear. However, uh, in my conversation with Minister Fraser, he indicated at the very least they would support elements of the plan. But, um, you know, his predecessor, Ahmed Hussein, uh, 
used the same uh, tone when I asked him questions about this back at City Hall when he visited Vancouver City Hall way back in November 2021. So there's no commitment yet, but, you know, as they always say, you know, we're, 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 we're having ongoing discussions and they're positive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That many well, ongoing discussions, but here's the thing. Uh, is one hand really talking to another when it comes to coming up with the ultimate plan, meaning they're all going to be on the same page? What's your feeling there? Or do we have different governments doing different things and different agencies doing different things? Well, I can't say that um, the the strategy that they're trying to develop, that the feds, the province, and the city have all contributed one-third to a $2 million budget to create this plan. So they, they are talking um, to each other, but I know when I asked a, a question at a recent press conference for a housing announcement on the downtown east side uh, for a $97 million project that's uh, going to come out of the ground near the Raycam Community Centre in East Hastings, you know, one senior city staffer said afterwards, oh, thank you for asking those questions because they're still unclear. And um, the city manager, Vancouver city manager, pointed out to council back in May that just to be clear, you guys, uh, we have no commitment from the province or feds on the stra- strategy. So there should be some advocacy work uh, for council here. So that's why you will see, um, you know, several councillors show up to these uh Housing announcements, uh, you know, when the provincial and federal ministers are there, uh, you know, maybe to, um, you know, uh, have a few minutes with them to express their concern about this. Because I guess, you know, some people hear about SROs, it's the downtown east side, yada, yada, yada. We hear more stories about the downtown east side, etc. But uh, the reason I continue to write about this is because SROs are seen as the, you know, last resort of shelter for many people before they end up homeless. And um, we all know the cost of homelessness uh, in the city. And there's been several studies, Bruce, that show that, um, you know, having emergency services and all the supports needed for somebody living on the street is much greater than somebody who is housed. So we have about 150 SROs in the city. About half of them are privately owned. The other half is uh, government and nonprofits. Uh, But because the cost of everything is going up and up and up. A lot of these private uh, owners say they just can't afford uh, to keep up uh, with the maintenance, et cetera, of their hotels. So losing those, losing them to fires, poor maintenance, uh, people flipping them and spiking the rents up to 2000 bucks a month, as yeah. you alluded to, um, these are all concerns. And, um, you know, somebody... Living on the west side of the city may not visibly see it, but, um, you know, when people lose their homes and ends up on the street, then uh, uh, in, in all neighborhoods, that's a real concern. So that's well, that's why I continue to write about this. And well, it's important writing, Mike, and, I, you know, I don't want to focus too much on that one story because it got so much attention on social media, but I think it highlights a bit of an issue. And that story I'm talking about, of course, is that 2000 Uh, dollars for a 200 square foot apartment that likely did not even have a toilet but that is Uh, not or did it have a toilet we never found out maybe you know yeah yeah well see see there's a backstory there because two weeks previous to that i wrote a story about the lotus hotel and i I talked to several tenants there who told me they were being pressured uh, by the owner uh, to accept buyouts and and the tenants i spoke to were paying 650 or less a month 
And uh, so what's been happening, there's been some stop work orders on the Lotus Hotel. Uh, what's been happening is that uh, people will take a cash buyout and then the new owner will go in there, renovate the room that was maybe renting for 600 bucks a month, and they will charge two grand a month for it. So, I mean, there's nothing illegal about that. The concern is just that, you know, somebody who's given 15 grand uh, cash buyout, um, you know, who maybe has uh, addiction issues, mental health issues, takes the 15 grand. Uh, by the end of that year, you know, good good luck to them finding a place in Vancouver uh, where they're going to be able to afford um, to live when, I, you know, those prices of 2000 bucks a month, 15 grand doesn't... Uh, doesn't doesn't give you a lot of money to um, you know continue uh, living in an apartment downtown. So um, there's a lot of issues going on in the downtown east side uh, around SROs and housing, and um, you know this focus on homelessness and clearing the streets, etc. You know there's a lot of controversy there. But the bottom line is it's expensive, and people who are on the yeah. margins, um, you know, it's uh, it's even more uh, compounded. By, um, by this type of approach. It's expensive, and as we know, there are different visions, whether you want to uh, look at getting people off the streets, that is one vision, and uh, to what degree that is the sole concentration. There's also the market uh, for people like students that may be coming in for a gentrified area. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe you know. But um, yeah. we're still dealing with that tension, aren't we? Uh, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, and um, so it, it, uh, you know, with, with the downtown east side and um, the price of housing, um, you know, it's the government if they're going to spend money, uh, uh, they have to spend a lot of it to buy up these um, SROs. And I know one SRO owner in particular who owns eight SROs in the downtown east side. You may, you know, the, the Hotel Empress, the West Hotel. Um, key for rooms, places like that. He's he's been uh, you know quite upfront, and um, I've talked to him a few times. That uh, he he just wants the government to come in and buy his hotels because he he just can't afford to to run them the way he wants uh, to run them. So he um, has been in uh, conversations with um, with the BC government, and he figures that all SROs should be in the public domain um, rather than have just kind of patchwork of, you know, nonprofits and uh, private ownership uh, yeah. should all be in the public domain. That's his opinion. Mike Hal, thanks so much for your reporting on this very important topic, and it shows that journalism does matter. Yeah, thanks very much, Bruce.